1: You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show, back after the biggest break in its history. My name is Steve Curran.
0: Hello, I'm Simon Byron.
1: And we are recording remotely.
0: we're in our bunkers. It's nice to see you, Steve. <laughs> it's it nice, nice to see you. It's nice to see, see you, you as bridges. well. I was, you know, I was wondering uh, how we'd reference this because. Um, uh, slightly ashamed to admit that I do watch EastEnders. okay, okay. it's just yeah you know, don't judge me um but uh you know it's, it's it's just something to have on when we're having our tea it's, it's, it's,
1: it's nice tea. heaven forbid you tea talk telling. to each other
0: <laughs> exactly we're just <laughs> spooning pasta in whilst looking at uh Danny Dyer um and uh obviously they were affected by you know whatever it is that's been going on and um they had to take a break arguably ours was more severe um but they came back this week explosive few episodes I'm sure you've seen but they, but they didn't reference the break whatsoever really okay, so okay. so just sort of, sort of picked up some things have happened Ian thinks that Sharon's in love with him um, and then that 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 uh, lawyer Graham he's still being a, he's still being a naughty you're man you're kidding me. Um but it was so in, in the first episode back there was no reference to it whatsoever apart from uh, a couple of scenes where you saw people wearing masks just in the background but it wasn't you yeah, know, what, what, what they didn't do. So, Qu- that was a Well, that was a few months. Um, and it's, it's only a few, uh, a, a couple of references since then uh, where they've talked about lockdown and stuff, but we've, we've gone straight in. So, when the historians trawl through, they'll, they'll know. All the media. Yeah, I right. suppose. Is that how all
1: soap operas are dealing with it? Because I know that, that for a while some of them were filming and everything, apparently, according to my friends who watched them, everything was a bit weird because people were distanced.
0: Well, um, that's part of the extra fun game that you can, that you can play now, which is um, try and spot when two actors were not in the scene that's being broadcast. Right. Where Same. it implies they to together. They've been doing that. Do you remember that time we did it on the beach where we one of us had a new camera that enabled to take half a photo and then half a photo? We did it all the time. Yeah, that was, that was me. I've still got we, that photo. <laughs> <laughs> where we, uh, we bumped into an angry version of ourselves. <laughs> um, that is, I think, how they're recording many of these scenes. Right.
1: You're listening to One Life Left, a video game radio show <laughs> with evidently a lot of video game news to talk about. Um No Anne today.
0: No Ann today, so I hope you're doing well Anne. Um hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, we, we did talk, didn't we, at the
1: end I think of the last episode uh of or sorry at the start of the last episode of One Life Left about COVID. And uh. Oh, was not going to be much
0: to worry about?
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be over by Christmas. And it. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? It, it may still well be there. Uh. But yeah, we're looking forward to getting Anne back uh, when she's back yep. to full strength. Um. We are. We're. How, how
0: strong would you say you're feeling? Oh, I picked my door drop early and put my back out, which has then subsequently <laughs> ended up with me having to call a plumber. There's been one series of unfortunate events today, so. Um, yeah. Let's say I'm feeling seven out of ten. Just yeah, for I, I, imagine, <laughs> I
1: imagine I'm imagine I'm about seventy percent as well, uh, okay. somewhere around
0: but how's, how's it been though? No, how's it been? What the... before we crack on? <laughs> uh,
1: I was talking to a friend earlier, and they were saying, I well, know that,
0: oh, that sentence says a lot. <laughs> That's doing a lot of work.
1: Um, and they were saying, they were saying that uh, I don't think is it possible to feel fine and not fine at the same time. And I think right. that is that is true. That you know, uh, like over these video call catch ups that I think almost everyone has had over the last few months. Uh, you know, the first bit is how are you? And, you know, I'm doing okay. It's all a bit weird, and uh, you know, but compared to everyone else, I'm you know, I'm thankful for everything. I think just worry about everyone else. I think everyone is like feeling like they're doing fine, and simultaneously, absolutely not doing fine. Like wanting this all to be over, but knowing, not knowing when it's going to be over. Um, so it's been weird. Uh, this kind of uh, quantum fineness <laughs> over the. No, no
0: one, no one trained us for this, did they? No. At, at, at no point, but you know, there are some things that I learned at school uh, in woodwork, for example. Uh, if, if in an emergency you need, see, a wooden pencil box, uh-huh. I could probably <laughs> whip one up for you. Similarly, in metalwork, uh, I made a hole punch once again. Something I've not needed to repeat since. Right. But no one ever explained. At some point in your life, you're going to be sat in your 12-year-old son's bedroom for all of the time. Right. And someone, you know, you,
1: I've seen a lot of people say. Well, at least at the start of all of this, it's like, you know, well, as as people who've grown up and played video games for all our lives, we're made for this. This is our time. Um, because you know, not just that, like we've learnt about zombie invasions and what it's like during the apocalypse, but you know, we're really, really prepared for spending lots of time doing nothing uh, and just, you know, playing video games but no one told us that the apocalypse was going to involve so much watching Netflix and exactly. just, like, just watching things slowly go to go to hell around you um, so yeah, psychologically draining, but otherwise a solid 7 out of 10, and you know, maybe we should talk about the, the sort of games of lockdown later, in the space we would normally have an interview, because we have no super special okay. guest today, do we?
0: Sadly not. We're trying to get Dan Marshall on,
1: who uh, can't, do this on... can't
0: do Sundays, I wonder why, <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> what's he up to, you know. By his game, yeah. um, but we'll hopefully we will get him on soon. Uh, yeah. Good, it's going to be a slightly unusual episode, this one, um, but we are committing to doing it once a week from now on, are we? I think people are... Going to be able to set their alarm
1: or something. <laughs> we are. We should say as well um, uh, before we start. You know, congratulations to the caretaker. Well
0: done,
1: Ben. Yeah, well done. And if you're out there and think that you might want to be one life Left's caretaker, uh, Ben, our caretaker has had a baby, uh, so congratulations to him and Freya. Um, but that means congratulations. His time is limited, <laughs> and consequently. Uh, we need a caretaker to be our caretaker-caretaker while Ben.
0: Oh, come on. What's he going to be doing when he's not
1: sleeping? Uh, well, quite. I, I mean, I can't think of anything, anything more I would have rather rather been doing during the first <laughs> first six months of uh, my child's life than up fighting with libsyn uploading a yeah. uh, podcast right in their description yeah. but it turns out ben is is too busy so <laughs> too fertile <laughs> if you fancy uh if you fancy you know interning for one life left please let us know
0: right should we get on with this let's get on with this
1: all right so that's that
0: dealt with let's never mention covid again Right. we brought done. everybody up to speed yeah? done Uh, I thought we'd take a more conversational approach to the news uh, during um, our first show back, Um, or you could say that I've not written anything. But no, there was quite a lot of news that happened over the last week, and I think the most exciting for me was the Xbox announcements that came out uh, last week, where Microsoft finally revealed the date, November 10th, the price is... Prices, plural of the hardware, um, and exactly what uh, both were going to be offering. And I thought, um, uh, you know, actually, Microsoft, so uh, headlines after they unveiled the. So we already knew about the Xbox Series X, and we already mm-hmm. watched the announce about whatever that was. There have been some rumors about there being a second piece of hardware, and that, um, so that proved to be this week. Uh, they were a victim of a, le- of a leak which confirmed. Uh, that the Xbox Series S was indeed a thing, and actually, this is off the back of a couple of other bits and bobs where retailers have been putting hardware or promotional merchandise out which referenced two consoles. Um,
1: so the <laughs> so you didn't have to be a rocket scientist at that point. <laughs> you never, so like,
0: have to be a games
1: journalist. <laughs> something's
0: going on here, <laughs> yeah. um, and sure enough, but I think um, what really surprised everybody was how aggressive Microsoft seemed to be this time round. So. Um, it's going to be an interesting transition year. Uh, very different from pre from the from the last one where um, uh, there was no uh, backwards compatibility between PlayStation 3 and 4, and none at launch, I don't think, between Xbox. Oh, what was it called? Was it called Xbox One? Uh, <laughs> no, that, no, that, that's what we're on at the moment. Xbox 360. Right. Yeah. So Xbox <laughs> and,
1: Xbox and, 360 and Xbox, yeah, Xbox One. one. Uh, because and...
0: oh, I'm on the Xbox One X at the moment. Okay, of um, course. Cool. And so, uh, so, yeah, last time there was a hard stop because at, at launch you had to make a choice because you couldn't bring your library with you. This time man, I think they've both confirmed that you will be able to play your uh, your current generation on your next gen. Um, and so you're looking at what the differentiators are, and price is certainly going to be one of them. And um, what Microsoft come out with is the Xbox Series S. Diddy, little thing. Did you Mm. see the size of it, Steve? It's like it's like two and a half controllers high.
1: I I heard that they've been sending these boxes out to influencers with nothing in them, like just empty chassis for the machines, so they can you know hold them on their streams and go
0: look at the size of this. Okay, well it does look Diddy Mm. Um, two four nine, and it will play. It will run the same content as its bigger brother, which is or sister. Mm-hmm. Um, or neither, um, <laughs> which is uh, four four nine, I believe. Uh, both out on, uh, on the tenth of November. The only difference between the two, um, in terms of what the what the end user will see, is resolution. Um, so is this two hundred and fifty quid? Quid, yeah, right, two nine nine dollars. You know, yes, if you're serious about it, it, you know, it, ha- it only has a five twelve hard drive, mm-hmm. um, and so. You know, that's room for Call of Duty Warzone. Um, that is so enormously
1: each... aggressive. That pricing, like, yeah. Where do you think Sony are going to come in?
0: I don't know where we where we stand on. Uh, so I think they've announced that they're doing one uh, digital only. Uh, yeah,
1: they have. They've got. They've got equivalent like digital only and uh, and one with discs because the disc one has a weird bulge in it. Right, as we but all do after of... quarantine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's certainly true. But um, but the internals are effectively the same mm-hmm. thing now. Because, um, yeah, so the reason why they're able to bring this on so much cheaper is that it's, it's, it's only outputting in 2K, which you know, I'm fine I'm with. I'm fine with. Um, yeah, I don't know. It would have been interesting to have been a fly on the wall um, in Sony's house if they, all lived, they were all in lockdown. <laughs> um, just to see exactly what happens, because on top of that, uh, that 249 Microsoft is rolling out um it's it's mobile phone um uh, payment option effectively so mm-hmm. you can sign up for two years and I think this I think the Series S is 20 pounds a month
1: yeah it's 25 dollars um, a month I've only seen the American pricing so okay. I, that you know that works as 20 quid in their um, exchange that's rate. the
0: hardware and that's Game Pass Ultimate so essentially you're
1: you're paying to, to, to move to next gen. You're basically play, paying a sort of Netflix-like or Amazon Prime-like or Disney-like yeah. subscription yeah. fee to just be there for the games and the console, right? Yeah. Because there, I you're more Xboxy than I am, but their subscription model isn't just old games, is it? It's stuff that they, you know, it's it's no, there's
0: um day and date. Mm. Uh, so they put all of their all of their titles at launch. So um. Game pass ultimate runs on uh, Xbox and on PC mm. and you know they've gone all in so um, Microsoft Flight in that was that was free on Xbox game on P- Xbox PC game pass right uh, Gra- grounded halo ship of uh, thieves etc they all launch in there other games launch in their damn date. see like hotshot racing from Curdish <laughs> straight into yeah, straight to game pass on Thursday uh, alongside uh, other formats um and yeah so it's it's a uh, it's it's an incredible offering really and it's not it's not what people suspected originally when it was announced which was you know portfolio titles it's 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 new launches and yeah i think that's an incredible uh, offering um i
1: mean so yeah i i guess the only way as anyone who's listened to one life left for the last 15 years will know none of us can see the future like we we don't know but we can only react to this you know personally um I haven't, I didn't have an Xbox One wasn't interested in it, I haven't turned on my PlayStation for a couple of years um, because i played exclusively on my PC, it's just more convenient, uh, it's better value I, now, looking at that pricing will be definitely getting an Xbox like, having been out for so long, now I'm back in, because that seems that, that seems like a good deal to me um, yeah. So and you, and you
0: like a good deal when you see I one. Do, so do. I do. <laughs> I think, but you know, whether you are Xbox or not, if we, you know, if we want to div- divvy everybody up into camps uh, or what have you, um, I think the fact is that this is re- a really aggressive gauntlet, and actually, it can only really be good for everything, every yeah. everyone who's playing games, because it's going to make it's going to mean that every, that everyone else has to try harder.
1: And just to be clear, when I said I'm definitely going to get one, what I mean yeah. is I might. Which is, <laughs> you know, it's still quite a swing from I
0: won't. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's good. 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 Um, um, other other news story I thought we should discuss <laughs> was um, N- Nintendo's <laughs> Nintendo's uh, celebration of thirty five years of uh, Mario. Did you watch the Nintendo Mario direct? I
1: I skipped through it. I I, I watched the trailers for the things that I was interested in. How much?
0: How much did? How much did those fifteen minutes
1: cost you? Yeah. Well, okay. So I'm definitely going to buy. Of the things that have been announced by Nintendo over the last, uh, over the last month, since we, since we've gone, I as soon as they announced the Lego NES, uh, okay, uh, which was a couple of months ago, right? I was yeah. like, hundred percent in. Uh, that's two hundred and fifty quid. Definitely buying it. Okay. By the time it launched. So, I was quite clever, or accidentally quite clever. I um I subscribe, uh, do you say subscribe? To the Lego subreddit. Uh, okay. And on the Lego subreddit they were all getting very excited and then someone from Lego checked in and said, listen, while we know other, the video game space is often um, victim to scalpers who, you know, if you imagine the, the, when the uh, what did you call it, NES Classic, the NES Mini came out, yeah. suddenly sold out instantly um, yeah. and a lot of people didn't get it because it was a very short, you know, small run a guy from Lego checked into this thread and said listen, Lego don't operate like that they will keep making these things for as long as there is demand so sure, if you don't pre-order or you don't or you know, get it at midnight on the day that they go on sale you may have to wait an extra week Wow. But you will be able to get hold of it, so don't worry. Wow.
0: Which was how, am- how how comes they were able to establish such a, cl- a close relationship with Nintendo? <laughs> Quite. You've, you've literally just done the opposite. Yeah. So you see I know the, the sunshine
1: thing. Well, we'll come <laughs> to that. <Yeah. laughs> okay, so, cool. but to conclude the Lego thing. <laughs> Sorry. Unfortunately for Lego, that that time period was exactly enough for me to go. No, I don't need it. So by the time it came round to the first week, I went onto the page and was like, yeah i'm not going to be able to build this because because uh, because i'm not around uh, not allowed that lego around my uh daughter everything's locked down, so i can't really go to my office anymore either uh, and also it's 250 quid so that was thing one that almost okay. cost me money yeah didn't uh mario sunshine mario galaxy and which one have i missed Mario 64.
0: Mario 64 Super Mario 3d all stars as they're
1: now collectively known S- Super Mario 3d three Super Mario 3d almost all of the stars <laughs> yeah as it's known to anyone who wanted to play Super Mario Galaxy 2 uh, such as me so uh, Mario 64 I've played and completed more times than I know mostly because I can't remember because it's not super memorable after the first time but it's definitely something I've played on loads of emulators since um, yeah it's, it's great Super Mario Sunshine I really like um, and reviewed, from N, re- reviewed for Edge uh, back in Ooh, 2001 a uh, lot of what controversy around, 9 out of 10 controversy okay. from both sides about that Right? how dare you not give it 10 out of 10 uh, yeah. And also, you know, this isn't a ten out of ten game. Uh, yeah, isn't a nine the camera, out. Of 10. Ca- the
0: camera's broken. Was it more controversy or less controversy over that, or double dash? Fewer. Um, it was uh, much. <laughs> Did you see the news on that, by the way? What news? The official dictionary has said that they're interchangeable. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Which... As if as if 2020 could could, could get any worse. Which, which they dictionary? Said that you could, well, you <laughs> uh, I, I said the official, so yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, let me find out for you whilst we continue. Do talking, we have to get? But, uh, we have to
1: get Corey from well, X of Merriam-Webster back on the show. Well, yeah,
0: I think I think that's the
1: one. Oh, Merriam-Webster. Well, they're they're the they're the official dictionary. Well, they're not the official dictionary for. Are they the official dictionary for America? Can America have an official dictionary? We no, we have our own uh, dictionary anyway. I don't know. The one anyway, life dictionary. I, I, yeah. Bit of a tangent. Anyway, carry on. So um, yes. So, uh, Mario Sunshine, uh, definitely l- different type of controversy. The controversy around the Sunshine Review was specifically people getting angry because they said ninety percent of the words in this review aren't positive. I've counted them. So how come it gets nine out of ten? That's
0: a good
1: point. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, anyway i think it's quite interesting like generally i th- i think mario sunshine is much more fondly regarded right now than it was at the time like people didn't particularly love it at the time um i think there was a general sort of vague disappointment people were hoping for a paradigm shift after 64 which it wasn't yeah. but yeah. now i think it represents a lot of happy times and you know a lot of people's childhood obviously wrapped up in this and also Everyone just wants to go on holiday with Mario right now. That feels so, you know, desirable in lockdown. So excited about that. And Galaxy's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant game. But I've played it, completed it. I've not played and completed Galaxy 2. Was super disappointed that Galaxy 2 isn't in there. Still pre-ordered it. 50 quid. (laughs)
0: 50 quid. Okay, so that was... uh... That's 50
1: quid. And then playing Mario Kart on your floor.
0: Right, so, um, yeah, in, in order. Super Mario uh, 3D All-Stars was the first map. Second one, Mario Kart Live, home circuit. On your floor. That was where they presented, you know, obviously if, if, if you look at images of what's going on in America at the moment mm-hmm. with the sort of dystopian future yeah. there, what what uh, Nintendo showed a glimpse of was the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but However, still fictional, I think, because no one's got a floor <laughs> big enough to actually use this thing, but it did look cool, didn't
1: it? I mean, I, uh, unlike most British people I know, have very shiny wooden floors across my right. apartment. Very, But also, unlike most American people I know, my apartment, well, my flat, is very small. Could still get a tiny oval circuit in there, I think. Will definitely buy this. 100% buy it. Will also almost certainly use it once... It's this year's Labo, right? It's a brilliant idea. It looks beautiful. Uh, I will spend money on it. I will say how happy it has made me for about 36 hours. Then it will go back in its box with the best of intentions, ready to play it again, and will never come out again.
0: Well, fair play to you. Although maybe that uh, speaks to the fact that I own two lots of Labo and have never opened it. Right. <laughs> um, sorry, it's, it's the Associated Press that have said that okay. uh, less and Fluor uh, are interchangeable. Well, but still, that's not a um, as part as part as part of the official style book. Yeah, I I apologise. I was I was less correct than I thought <laughs> on that subject. Well, look, even even I haven't bought uh, Mario Kart door. Live Home Super Circuit, but I will do. Yep. Uh, next up, Game and Watch Super Mario Brothers. So I. I, I
1: missed this when I was scrolling through the timeline. Didn't see this. I did see it subsequently on the toy retailer that I was buying uh, this from, and almost bought it, oh, but didn't. Didn't. So I t- have. Tell me about that. I have. Actually, I think I know. What? <laughs> sure I have. Shall I, I shall think I, I tell you from memory? So it's what? Super well, Mario so Brothers what? on a Game and Watch. Yeah. Yep. And it's got a clock. Yeah. Where Daisy does like actions and mario might pop up at certain times
0: it's got 35 secrets in the clock
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> one for each hour uh and, and um uh what else has it got has it got like something like mario tennis or something in there or like some game of watch thing very good
0: uh, so it's, it's got the mario version of the of the ball game that's of watch, right that's double. right which incidentally, I picked up the original. Oh, sorry, not the original. The remake of that, which mm-hmm. was only available to Nintendo Club members, okay. uh, when I was over at Nintendo of Europe's offices a couple of years ago. Um, uh, and I, yeah, so but the, I wait, thought, have, well, you, have you played it? I have played it actually, and, and, and yeah, it's, but a couple of times. <laughs> put it in the box. It was no, I don't think. Put it in the box. Um, I'm not sure what the box is anymore. But yeah. um, I, actually, it was good to show Dexter, um, in that uh, he enjoyed. The sort of heist that you know constantly getting faster high score nature mm. of it like the idea of uh, beating this down and I, I think you know so when i set up my main cabinet or my, or my uh my, my small uh piecade cabinet um a, a couple of years ago now it was that it was bringing back the joys of high score tables actually which i think was a real education for uh for dexter in particular but but also seeing how re- refreshing it was trying to try and set new track and field high school sorry we are uh divulging but um <laughs> What, when you said "tell me about that," I thought you were asking me to tell you why I bought it. And, oh, and, and <laughs> That's a very difficult question to, to, to answer because um, yes, it's got super, it's got Super Mario Brothers on it. Um, uh, super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels. It's got mm-hmm. it's got a D-pad as opposed to buttons, which I think the original Game and Watches used to have. But aside from that, it's not doing anything that you can't already do. Mm. It's just doing it in a form that you fondly remember mm-hmm. at a price of £50. Pounds.
1: Yeah, um, which next to the 100 of, um of the Mario Kart in real life thing... Seems like a bargain. It's half the price yeah, for a thing that you'll barely use. So
0: my um, my hope with this, uh, don't doubt Nintendo, is that uh, because it's got a rechargeable battery and therefore accepts a USB lead, that some clever people will find ways to put other games on it.
1: Mm. They tend to do that, don't they? That is a yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. What other games are you looking forward to playing on it?
0: Just a one to five. Well, no, I think uh, putting, um, yeah, you know, uh, games of that era back on a, on a, in, a, in a form that they used to be. Yeah, non
1: specific games it's of that era. No,
0: you're right. I'm going to cancel the pre. Well, I pre ordered it through the Nintendo store. Okay. Then they'll uh, know. Sure Don't upset can them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wise. Uh,
0: um, then they're bringing back Super Mario 3D World with Bowser's Fury. Right. Which I Super Mario 3D World is fantastic. Um, The original and the 3DS, you know, obviously was a showcase for the hardware. But equally, when you moved it to a a flat version, um, uh, as it was on Wii U, um, still still very very playable. So I'm excited about the opportunity to do that again.
1: Good. Uh, That's probably it for the news section, isn't it? We've gone on a bit,
0: but we had a lot to deal with. And I think then, you know, if people have missed you um, and or us, uh, what they've just been treated for is an absolute uh, prime example of when you suddenly get bored. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Super Mario 3D World. Yeah, good. Okay, that's the end of the news. (laughs) Listen, I'm sorry I'm not as capable as Anne, uh, but, you know, we're just easing ourselves back in, all right? One Life Left, Video Game News, with Anne Scamford-Berry.
1: Welcome back. Uh this is One Life Left on Resonance104.4 FM. Thank you so much to Resonance, of course, for inviting us back after our after our break. We're really, really excited to be back in the studio sometime, aren't we, Simon? Oh, I dream of those days, Steve. I know, you wouldn't have thought we, when we used to moan about the sweaty headphones and oh, the I look
0: temperature, I miss, miss Louis Schaefer's ear so sweats.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it will happen. It will happen. Uh, we will be back sometime, hopefully in 2021, uh, in the studio. Uh, for now, we're going to muddle through. And this is a podcast we're, uh, and a radio show that we're recording remotely. Uh, we're going to try and do it in person soon as well, which will be exciting <laughs> If you want to write to us, uh, you should do because we have a letters section which we're going to run right now.
0: And Chris Conroy has written to us, Hello, hello, he says, dear Timo LL, welcome back, it's been so long, Miss you loads. Glad to have you back on the airwaves after what must surely be your longest break since the records began. Truly exceptional times. And what do exceptional times need? The warm blanket of nostalgia, of course, which is why I've been sinking into the Tony... uh, Well, he says THPS, uh, which I'm guessing is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remake. Letting two decades of muscle memory take over us, the triggers hotrod is long forgotten. Who needs sprawling open worlds when two minutes in warehouse captures the entire experience? Like Wake Island in the Battlefield series, it's an iconic location that can easily stand alone as a fully featured demo, played over and over again. Each experience slightly different from the last. What other demos or levels provide that perfect platform for developers and players to keep on coming back to? With combo chasing correspondence with Conroy, missed you too, Chris. It's good to hear from Maybe Chris well. again, isn't it? Maybe doing well. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because we um, you know, I would have used the example of, of Super Mario 64, which was always the, um, uh, always the, uh, the game I would play to whenever I got a new hardware platform mm-hmm. just to see where, how well it was emulated. <laughs> um, unlike you, I don't think I'd ever finished it, but but, but definitely that opening first. Uh, first couple of levels involve uh, getting to the top and racing to the top and all of that um, are, uh, yeah, probably one of the few um, bits of games that I could put my eyes closed. I, I, I get what Chris is saying. Have you played the new Tony Hawk? No, I was... Or the um, old Tony Hawk, I guess, is it? Well, you? I was already too, too old for those when they came out. I do remember the Game Boy Advance one. I, I probably spent the most time with that, but... Um, you know, I'm 48, Steve, so I was already 40 when those games came out. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's been a long time since I skateboarded, so uh, yeah, sadly not for me. And, just, and not for me at the time either. Just
1: so you know, Tony Hawk is 52.
0: Oh, he's had a better time than me, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he's, he's still skating, so there's still time for all of us. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I, I... I, I think that I might get into Tony Hawk when it it makes its way over to Steam, because right now it's an Epic Games exclusive, um, and I tend to play my stuff on Steam. When it makes its way over to Steam, I am probably in, but like you, I didn't really get into it at the time. It's one of those very cracky sort of repeat uh, a single level over over and 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 over again games, which I think often does that thing of of hammering an environment into you right it's not like um if you think about gta or or skyrim or these big open world games because they're so sprawling when you remember them you kind of you tend to remember an atmosphere or maybe a mission that you got stuck on uh tighter games you remember the atmosphere via the lens of a specific area um and in saying that, what I'm doing is stalling because I don't really have an answer. <laughs> I, can't, I, I was hoping something would come to me, like while, while I'm talking about it. Uh,
0: well, the, the um, in the arcade, it's uh, and it's not a location as such, but certainly. The patterns and the music and the rhythm of Galaxian is something that I will always go back to, mm. always, always. Um, so uh, you yeah, know that evokes such a specific time in my life. It's probably, I, I, I'm, yeah, it was the first arcade game that I ever um, <laughs> was borrowing money off it. Well, to go and...
1: I suppose one answer, and I, I do come back to this game a lot, but someone asked me about this in the Mariokey Discord the other day. Um, I, I mentioned F Zero GX again, and uh, one of the, uh, the people in the Mariokey Discord, uh, Lupine, who's a Mariokey regular, said, "Why? What? I, I missed out on this game. What is it that's special about it?" And I explained. I mean, for me, the thing that's special about F Zero GX is it's a game where I can lose races by thousandths of seconds and not feel, uh, not feel cheated. Like I can feel, ah. Oh, That is rigorously fair, and yeah, I did feel like I lost that, which is crazy. Of course I can't sense that. I'm a terrible racer, but it felt robust and fair. But then our friend Joel, who works at Sega, chipped in, and he said what's special to him about F-Zero GX is that every track feels like a work in itself. They all feel like individual locations, special places to visit. They'll have an atmosphere. Uh, And I think that's really, really true of that game. When I think back to playing the circuits there, they're places I would like to spend time. So maybe that's a good enough answer for Chris, who always asks the best questions, despite us giving sometimes the worst answers.
0: Stuart Ralphson, and welcome back. You've been missed so much for you to catch up, catch up on this summer. Almost not a bit pleasant, so... Yeah, um... On another note, no, no, no. with the leaked news of Xbox pricing revealing that paying monthly saves you 60 quid, what gaming-related purchase would you make with it, regards Stuart? So yeah, that was the other thing, as it was the opposite of, uh, of, of of a higher purchase agreement, where you tend to end up paying more, actually, if you, if you subscribe, in inverted commas, to the Xbox uh, hardware and Game Pass bundle, uh, you save money. Really? Why are they doing that? They going crazy Steve.
1: <laughs> I guess They're it just locks you to... in and it gets the hardware <laughs> well, yeah. out there, but it does seem it, it does seem counterintuitive to me as a non-businessman.
0: Well, that's why Phil Spencer's running Microsoft and we're not. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and so I think the answer we, we've just illustrated is with that sixty quid, we're gonna spend money on stuff that, we, that we've all, that we thrown away several times that uh, <laughs> Nintendo uh,
1: remaster. Yeah, uh, I guess that's going straight in my Lego Super Nintendo fund. Exactly. Like, who knows? Uh, yeah, uh, has there been anything else? Have you made any other ridiculous gaming purchases over the last six months?
0: I have done, yes. I bought a new gaming laptop. Have um, you? I have, yeah. And shall I... <laughs> You know, I could I could talk around why, but ultimately, it's so that me and my wife can play Star Wars Squadrons together, me in VR. <laughs> um, that's effectively what I bought it for. That, and um, it's got an RTX card in it, so I'm really looking forward to playing Cyberpunk um, with Raid tracing on, etc. Because I have become a PC bore. Yeah. Genuinely, two weeks ago, I was reading a story uh, for on PC Gamer, which was about. How transformative a new microsoft api was going to be for <laughs> pc gaming and the speeds of ssds and oh i was genuinely genuinely
1: interested right um, okay well i'm so, thinking about getting a new pc for pc gaming as well um so maybe i'll be looking oh i've not cards.
0: shown you um <laughs> so not showing, let me show you during the music what mine does you're going to buy this one. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. I'm in. Uh, if you want to write to One Life Left, and please, please do, because uh, after our long break, it will be good to know that someone's listening. Uh, email us at
0: team at onelifeleft.com. <laughs>
1: still listening improbably to One Life Left, uh, Britain's favourite video game radio show. Perhaps the world's, the world's longest-running video game radio show. A streak that we continue uh, into our 16th year, I think. After the longest break we've ever, ever had. My name is Steve Curran.
0: Hello, I'm Simon Byron. Um, and yeah, during that longest break, we've all gone a bit uh, crazy. Uh, I bought this laptop with a big feature. Now, obviously, this isn't particularly good radio, but uh, we are broadcasting over video, conferencing and software. I'm just going to show Steve my laptop. Okay, looks like a laptop. It <sighs> does look like a laptop, doesn't it? Look at what it does. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I thought... It's got Ellie... Early- <laughs> so, to explain, Simon, show me a laptop, which, to <laughs> all intents and purposes, I thought the cover... It was just a silver, you know, standard laptop cover, looks like one. And then as he brought it towards the camera, I saw what I thought were glints of light, you know, as he tilted it in the in the light that's shining down on it. But it turns out they're not glints of light, they are they're an animation that's playing on the cover of Simon's laptop. And as he brought it closer, it scrolled his Twitter handle <laughs> at Byronic Man slowly across the outside. Of the laptop. How come cool is that? Imagine
0: that flashing up Mario. <laughs> and now you're interested, aren't you? Now you're interested. Imagine Luckily. back, you know. When well, we all go back to gigs and mm-hmm. the first uh gig, hundreds of thousands of people there. Yeah you pull up your laptop and then it starts. You know, hey, come on. So yeah. one of the uh... <laughs> One of the interesting
1: things, one of the interesting things about the COVID nineteen epidemic, of which there are many, uh, is that people. There's a lot of graphs. I don't know about you, Simon, but I've never looked at as many graphs as I have over the last six months. Constantly looking at graphs, and someone did a really, really useful chart on Twitter the other day, which showed. Uh, it's very simplified. It showed. It was a a grid, and it showed various activities across this matrix that were, uh, that are places which are very very low risk for transmission of COVID-19 and medium risk, so low risk in green, do these activities medium risk in amber and very very high risk (laughs) in red and it turns out of all the things you can possibly think about doing uh, right now mariochi is the most high risk going into a poorly ventilated space with lots of people yelling at each other is a thing that is not going to be
0: uh it's not going to be a thing makes that makes it can more do. exciting um <laughs> i was uh, i've been very impressed with what you've been doing mariochi during lockdown by the way um uh one of these things that you shouldn't admit out loud though so, so the first time that i, that I tuned in so you, you've been you've been finding ways to stream it and every time i've, I've I've, I've dipped in uh it's, it's got more and more ambitious uh, mm-hmm. and it, things are now happening now that i just don't understand again <laughs> i'm an old man um but the first time i saw you do it i genuinely thought you were at loading at an empty loading <laughs> i did i didn't i didn't get it was anywhere i saw you move slightly off the right off the, off the green screen that you disappeared i said oh so
1: wife, uh, i, I should gone. so um um <laughs> our. uh our, our marioki team our marioki tech team have been really really hard at work putting together a version of marioki that would work for uh socially distanced people the equivalent of zoom quiz marioki um so marioki run online now initially we tried to use platforms like zoom and it turns out that doesn't work for karaoke at all there's awful delays which you cannot solve using standard video conference stuff so our tech team got together and they put you know um ed who's our software person has written software that runs on twitch and allows us to solve those karaoke problems and and works really really well james who does the hardware uh he has you know Got some hardware that allows us to perform in a virtual loading, which is it's very good, incredible. And uh, Robert, who does the audio, has been you know looking into balancing and e- effectively balancing, uh, like all of the audio that you hear, as well as that he's become the voice of the balls for Mariachi. <laughs> yeah. So while Mariachi is running, and you know people are dialing in from all over the world to perform the Mariachi songs from the comfort of their own bedrooms or living rooms. Uh, Robert pops up little things on, on screen that say this is the first time since August 2016 that this song has been performed a total of 12 times uh, just pops up, pop up video style, we've integrated really well into Twitch, uh, like you can do cheers to do feedback to the singer and, and put stickers on screen and put your emotes on screen and it works works really really well, we're doing a gig this Friday uh, as well, but we can't wait to go back to real life. Mm. It's not going to happen in the short term in the UK, but maybe uh, maybe we will have something to announce coming up later in the year. Uh, so that's exciting. How did we get onto that?
0: Uh, I was just saying how you could imagine having the Marioki logo flash up that's on a right, laptop on like on I've, laptop, I've got. So, so someday. Yeah. Um yeah. But we are One Life Life. We're
1: a video game radio show from which Marioki was born. Um, but we do... Typically, every episode of One Life Left, we do three things, right? There are, there are um, what do you call them? News. No, 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 not the things. What is a metaphor for those? Like our totems, our foundations. Those are our foundations of One Life Left. We have the news, we have the letters, and we have the reviews. Right. What have we not done? Reviews.
0: Let's rectify that now.
1: All right, Simon. I've been playing so many games, like...
0: Well, I've, yeah, again, I've, I've been, I've, yeah, I don't get to see you um, weekly, uh, which uh, I've missed, obviously, but I've been keeping an eye on USD, and, uh, you, Steve, know, and on top of becoming uh, you know, a karaoke streamer, you've become <laughs> a video game streamer as well, haven't you? So,
1: um, I tried to stream a bit on the Mario account, like, just stream some video games, just to, like try and attract people to the channel but it turned out that was doing the opposite it was driving people (laughs) away from the channel (laughs) but i really enjoyed it like as just a reason to play games late at night so i started doing it on my own account and there's only like you know five or ten or, or sometimes fewer people show up and watch me play games but it's kind of nice like it gives me an excuse to play the stuff that's been piling up in my steam library and so what i'm trying to do is every time i do it and you know last night actually was the first time for maybe 10 days that i haven't streamed um i try to play things that i have not played and play them in front of people and talk about you know what it makes me think uh and it's been great it's been great i've been discovering brilliant games playing games that ordinarily i probably would never get a time to play and were we doing one life left it would give me lots of things to talk about turns out we are doing one life left so yeah i can
0: i've got a list of things to talk about okay should we should we do uh eight minutes of reviews fast punchy reviews to bring us up to date uh that is a Really good idea. Uh,
1: I'm just slightly nervous that my Steam account has suddenly stopped responding, and therefore I'll have to do it from memory. But no, I've got a list of you know 20 or so games I can talk about right now. Uh, well, I, I, I suspect
0: yours are going to be more interesting than mine, but yeah. that's why we make such good. Should we go back? And forth? Yeah. No, no. Yeah.
1: no, no, no. Sorry, I thought you was. <laughs> I was a bit presumptuous then. I thought you were going, to say, you were going to say I suspect you've played more than I have. Well, you said,
0: uh, and, and yes again, is yes it? Yes again. <laughs> we'll we'll let find me out. Tell you. Well, mine have been uh, less um, esoteric and more mainstream. Okay, yes, you do the
1: big hitters. The big hitters. Yeah, I'll exactly. do the indies. All right. Okay, okay go. Uh,
0: Detroit's Become Human. Uh, David Cage's Android Futuristic Choose Your Own Adventure... Um, I didn't play it when it came out on PS4, although I bought it. Um, I played it on. I bought it on PC. Didn't play it. Bought a PC. Finally got around to it. Yeah, there is, as with all David Cage games, an awful lot to uh, quibble over. But ultimately, I think this is the, the best example of one of his games. Um, apparently, that's down to the fact that it was. It had three. Sorry, two other uh, game directors on it as well, who, who uh, must have reigned him in. But yeah, uh, very very polished. Um, tale of, um, androids. Uh, and humans and how they may live, live together full of cliches um but uh, i finished it and um was pretty happy with my ending went back and uh, was looking at because now of course these games you know with, with with Fahrenheit or um nomad soul uh, or even heavy rain the were not streaming wasn't quite as prevalent and now everybody's finished it and what what a lot of people try to do is try and kill all the characters off as early as they can and it, and it turns out really? that don't like games yeah and it turns out that there were lots of times when the characters can die. And um, it was fascinating watching those again. Yeah, I had had an ending that I was really pleased with uh, Thoroughly enjoyed it. Seven out of ten.
1: All right, I want to talk about Radical Relocation. Have you heard of it?
0: I think I saw you talk about it. 30 uh,
1: reviews on Steam. So, uh, you know, some people have played it. Not a a huge amount. I think it's a really, really nice idea. Uh, You are... um, you are moving house now I know I think Team 17 was it dropped a game about moving house recently two
0: games out came out on the same day actually there was moving out and get packed that was on stadia so one was on console. I was on right. consoles the other was on stadia two came out at the same time but I hadn't heard of the one that you, that you mentioned so um, I, th-
1: I think this mechanic is slightly different it might not be uh, tell me if that is the case um, you are moving out you are given a selection of furniture outside your house And then you have to stack this furniture on the car um, in order for it to be as secure as possible and then drive to the new location, which you're not sure where it is, without the furniture falling off. It's a little bit untidy, rough around the edges, but that basic mechanic is clever and smart and satisfying. It's a good idea. It does feel a little like a prototype, which they've tried to get funding for and then haven't and have finished themselves. Um... But I got it in about five minutes, and really enjoyed my time playing it. Seven out of ten. Is that the same game as the others?
0: Uh, it's it's not identical. The others are um, have co-op elements mm-hmm. um, uh, and are about getting stuff. Um, actually so I haven't played Moving Out which I think is more puzzly mm-hmm. uh, I did play a, an early version of Get Pat King as it, as it was called at the time which was uh, which was more about getting stuff out of the out of the house and bringing it to a van did matter how it went in right. uh, without damaging
1: stuff yeah that's the one I've seen on the on, on the trailers and stuff and was like I, I get I get I get it but I'm probably not going to play it because it seems like one of those games where you get more out of it in co-op mode and yeah yeah all right you're you're up next
0: uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, the last entry in the uh, rebooted trilogy. Um, you know, incredibly, look- incredibly good-looking, very, very boring. Seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, spinch. Um, it is
1: a platformer uh, with I would get I would describe the uh, the aesthetic as color cycling. Uh, it has how many reviews on Steam? It has mostly positive, forty reviews on Steam. So similar, similar place to the others. Uh, quite hardcore, um, quite difficult, challenging, but it has almost has nice boss battles. I hate boss battles. Very very inventive. Um, aesthetic. It does a couple of things that I think are nice. So the boss battles, you basically have to collect uh, small characters which are then fired at the boss, those small characters you collect across the levels as kind of bonus tasks so if you're struggling with the boss then you go back to the levels you've completed and find more of these bonus characters and then go back into the boss and it becomes easier um, the other thing that it does is it's, it, it has a, um, a sort of jump dash thing which is more like a lateral jump so it's slightly counterintuitive like for a platform game uh, like that your second jump just moves you across but it does make for a different feel of platformers um, it has really annoying music which has been the time that I've had to stop playing it like the two times I've been streaming, because people have been watching me and gone yeah can we stop playing this because it's too annoying to listen to uh, but yeah really really nice uh, 7 out of 10
0: Gonna lump two together now: uh, Super Mega Baseball 3 and uh, PGA 2K 2020. So the thing I I found during lockdown was that I really missed sports. Um, I missed football, I, so I rebought FIFA when it was cheap, and I just played a, a season as QPR and got them back into the Premier League. Um, that was early on in lockdown. um These two uh, launched uh, more recently: Super Mega Baseball 3 uh, before, was in, was earlier in the summer. PGA. Uh, came out uh, two or three weeks ago Um, yeah both fantastic sports games both both offer um, single player uh, simulations of uh, an American sport and uh on they describe as a good work. spoilt um, Both of them excellent. I, I, you know, I, I, I became obsessed about Super Mega Baseball two when it launched a couple of years ago. And um, Super Mega Baseball three has tweaked, uh, has opened up the gameplay, has tweaked a few things here and now. And I've had to relearn it, and it was a bit of a shock not being brilliant at it straight away. But um, i been enjoying getting involved in pen races again. And PGA, I'm playing on the Switch, which is obviously the technically inferior version. They've got all these uh, officially licensed players and um, holes, but um, have. Had to have had to strip away um things like crowds in, in order to get it working so it's, it's like you're, it is like all these very famous people have suddenly gone to like their own private island and it's just them where they're where they playing golf together uh but excellent yeah i've been i've been doing a mix of um single player course progression and also doing some online tournaments and i've been thoroughly enjoying them both so good ways to keep uh keep keep playing with others Uh, well we're all cooped up at home 7 out
1: of 10 alright I'm going to review two more games because we're running out of time aren't we I've got Uh,
0: one more yeah
1: okay so right um, uh, Hotshot Racing I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the game every time I try to tell someone oh I just played this game it's really good it's called I have to (laughs) refer to my Steam library and go alright Hotshot Racing so uh should say uh, it's published by Simon's uh, the company Simon Works so you're welcome uh, yep absolutely declaring that up front long time listeners to Simon uh, and I and Anne will know that that does not affect our reviews at all we will happily lay into each other's games but I I really really enjoyed this it is a Daytona like um, arcade racing game Aesthetically very, very reminiscent of the tone of flat-shaded polys. Uh, the gameplay is fun and fast, uh, and it's it's beautiful and instant and very wide. There's so much to do in it. Um, and I loved it from the moment I started, 7 out of 10. Uh,
0: finally, um, and uh, I'm talking about this earlier because I am only a couple of hours in, but I started playing Paradise Killer, which... Um... Intriguing for the moment that I saw the, the demo, but like you were saying about Fossil racing, it's quite easy to forget about stuff if it's not front of your mind. So I remember them announcing it and being um, interested in, it, and I've just seen nothing but positivity from my social media bubble about this game, and so I was really keen to check it out myself. Um, difficult to know exactly how to describe it. It's an open-world detective game set in a world of gods. Um, you know, like so. It's got no feet in reality. Um, it's um, it's unlike anything I've played before, though I, 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 I'm imagining that some of the narrative structure and the investigations are, are, are maybe um, homages to other games. Um, it's uh, it's a staggering achievement. It's from the new team um, Kaizen game works, and it, 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 it introduces itself with such swagger that you would expect it to be, uh, you know, a Japanese game that's been out for years and years. Um, yeah, so uh, it's um, it, it's world and its structure is um, is incredibly. Open. It just throws you in, and it has and it has has a confidence about the about the world in which it's operating, where it's not explaining it a lot at the start. So it just sort of throws you in and expects you to to uh, roll with it. And yeah, early days, but I am rolling with it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The soundtrack's amazing. Um, it's 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 running at a very very different pace to um, uh, how these games tend to. And that you it it, it it feels like you're you almost uh, you're almost left to do anything in any order. Um, you know you've got one goal at the end, which is to work out who's murdered the uh, council. Um, But uh, how you get there and when you get there, um, it seems, is uh, left largely up to you. So, yeah, early into it at the moment. I'm still a bit baffled by everything that's going on. But, um, yeah, absolutely something that I'm looking forward to completing.
1: Daypunner Nocturne is a uh, French-Canadian game by Co-op Mode. I think it's French-Canadian. It is absolutely beautiful and tiny. I think it came out in May of this year. I loved it. Absolutely loved the look of it as soon as I saw a screenshot uh, immediately in my library and then sank to the bottom of a list which I would never have taken on were it not for lockdown and Twitch Um, and played it the other night took about 40 minutes to start and finish it every single one of those minutes was charming and beautiful and clever it is a lesson in how to make a video game it's I, I couldn't recommend it um, more uh, 7 out of 10 that's it
0: good and then uh, next, <laughs> next show we won't have played anything will
1: we <laughs> yeah this, uh, my list is long but of course people can get a preview of that by joining me on twitch.tv slash every night when I'm bored, which is most nice. <laughs> yeah. Very well Thank done. you very much. Very well uh, this has been fun. It's been so good to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, good. I really enjoyed
1: it. Yes, no, absolutely. It's been nice to I, I want it. to say <laughs> we'll get better at it, but 16 years of evidence shows that we probably won't, but it'll still be fun. Let's never give up trying. <laughs> Agreed. All right, okay. uh, we're one life left. We will be back next week. Um, keep listening to Resonance 104.4 FM, the best radio station in the world. Thank you so much to them. Uh, get well soon, Anne, and we'll be back soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>